like, like killing them. Booty show. I'd rather be a sandwich artist. <laughs> yeah, chunky boys. Chunky boys. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Demi's talons. <laughs> Are you telling me that you were in an air band? Yeah, yeah. So today's mini episode, we are joined by Evely. Hello, Evely. Hello. Thank <laughs> you for having me. Anytime. And we are going to be talking about our first jobs. 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 Speaking Steve, Steve Jobs. Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Snap. That wasn't even intentional. No. <laughs> So, Demi, why don't you start us off on this one? What was your first job? Okay. Well, so we kind of spoke about my first job in First Boyfriends, Mm. but my first real job uh, was when I was living in that little country town, and it was, I got it, I got it over the Christmas break. It was like a summer, you know, like summer break. It was at Red Rooster, (laughs) but I feel like I should probably tell you about just the like whole, the whole process of starting there. Please do. Because it like it's not super interesting. But it's also just really weird. I would love to like do they have the same kind of interview process as say a job not in a fast food chain? Is it all as intensive oh. or is it a bit more like it's just Red Rooster? Yeah. You so work here. It was like the first day of school holidays and I just printed like thirty of my resume and went everywhere and handed them How in. How old were you? Probably 15. That's awesome you had a resume at 15. No, it was literally one piece of paper, and it was like, my name is Demi, I've just moved here, I'm looking for some part-time work, blah, blah, blah. But still, I go to school. <laughs> that's good. Like, it was nothing. It was like a cover letter more than anything. Yeah. But I just, like, printed it out, and I went around, and, like, Red Rooster was in one of them. We didn't have a McDonald's in this town. Red Rooster was the fast food place. So there was, you know, Woolies and IGA all these randoms and Red Rooster was the only one to call me back because I was new to the town I didn't really know anyone I didn't know anything about working there but you know once you're in a small town people talk anyway new to the town two days later they called me and they're like oh come down for an interview and I can tell you that I was wearing a pair of denim shorts (laughs) thongs yes and a fluorescent bond singlet what colour fluorescent? It, not like like tradey fluorescent. It was like a nice neon yellow. Okay. <laughs> That's so Queensland. That was just like my uniform on the school holidays. Like I literally yeah. would just everywhere, every day wear denim shorts and just like a singlet. <laughs> <laughs> little brown leather belt and some thongs. <laughs> and you got the job. Yeah, so I was talking to this lady and she was being really professional and but we're like sitting in the outdoor area of Red Rooster. And she's just like, look, this is, you know, this is my business with my husband, blah, 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 telling me about herself. And tell me, she's like, tell me about you. And I'm like, yeah, so I'm like 15. <laughs> and I just... I need some money. I just really need some money. My mum won't pay for my phone credit anymore. (laughs) Credit. (laughs) Good on you, mum. On my Motorola flip phone. (laughs) Pink one? No, I had the silver. I was not that basic. Come on. (laughs) Mine was pink. (laughs) 
And then um, she was pretty much like, yeah, cool. I, like, I like you. Let's set it up. Um, so it was, you know, the first time I had to make a super account and it was my first real job and to, you know, get a tax file number and all those things. So the getting of the job was quite easy and straightforward. Well, if you can get it in denim cutoffs, then... Yeah, <laughs> like booty shorts, actual <laughs> booty shorts. I'm not lying because I was, like, really skinny and fit then. I used to play a lot of touch footy. So I was like, yeah, and walk everywhere because I didn't have my license. Eat these cookies, baby. <laughs> anyway, it ended up being, like, still to this day the worst job I've ever had. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So they, the husband and wife duo were just really crazy, really controlling. They would get so angry with you if you asked for like an afternoon off or it was literally a part-time roster and your roster would be random. You'd get it like on a Wednesday for the following Monday to Sunday or whatever. If you don't get like your sort of request for days off or, you know, if you say to them like, oh, I can't work this certain day because I have football training or netball training or something, they'd be like well, do you even want to work here? Kind of thing. Not fucking really. Yeah. Like, I'd rather work at Subway, to be honest. I'm only paying, like, 50 cents more an hour. But... I'd rather be a sandwich artist. <laughs> you guys are assholes. I've been told, I don't know if this is fact, I don't want to run Red Rooster down or anything, but I've been told that they were meant to order their chickens from Steggles. And so my mum has worked in the chicken industry before. <laughs> But Not she, the like, chicken she industry. Work, she used to work at like Ingham and things like that. What like are we talking? Factory. Like your roast chooks, your nuggets, your eggs, no, your... or is the egg industry separate to the, the egg chicken industry? The egg industry is super, <laughs> separate. <laughs> I'm talking like Ingham and um, like Steggles, but the actual factories, yeah. like where they pack the meat, where they like slaughter and pack the meat. Mum used to do that. Hectic. And she said that when they shipped out their whole chickens, they would be gutted already. Hmm. Um, the boys out the back used to have to do that at that Red Rooster, so I don't know if they used to just go to, like, a local farmer or something. So... I'm, I don't think I've had a sheltered life, but I can tell you up until 15, I'd never seen a chicken be gutted. Wow. I don't think many people We don't have. live on farms anymore. I remember my, my grandma used to do it for Christmas. Uh, I think she used to just go to, like, a smaller... This is why I'm putting, like, two and two together. Yeah. Grandma used to do it. She used to go to this little butcher down the road, like, you know, family business, and their chickens would not be gutted, but they'd be, like, the real big fat ones. Mm. Like, you know, like the... Yeah, chunky boys. Chunky boys. The boys at the back used to have to do that. And to get to the drink storeroom, you would have to walk past the boys gutting the chicken. And that was always like, oh. That alone would make it the worst job I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. That was a big thing. If you were sick, they would pretty much just, like, question you to your face. They'd be like, I don't think you're really sick. And you're like, yeah, I'm sick. Like, How long were you there? I reckon I would have done a good six months there. Mm-hmm. I did a while. And I would take every shift they gave me. At that time, like, I didn't have a boyfriend. I wasn't really doing anything else. I took, like... <laughs> every shift they would give me unless I was sick I think like because you just you just want money like I didn't know anyone and have any friends or anything so I was like fuck it I've got to work and make money like why yeah, not you know exactly. buy clothes and stuff anyway so and then like I'd started school and you know you like okay well I'm going back to school I have to obviously only work between four o'clock and nine o'clock oh this was another really terrible thing so and this is not just me. Like, this is just terrible in general. So they closed at... I can't remember if it was, like, 9 or 10. 
but they would tell all of us girls out the front, we will not serve, like, roasted vegetables between, like, once it hits 9.30, something like that, because it's too much preparation. Like, you can't order that between 9.30 and close. Mm. So we would have to tell people when they came in, like, oh, sorry, it's only, like, rooster rolls and strip subs and things like that now. And they would be like, what the fuck? Like, I'm here for dinner kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, And, you know, you're in this, like, kind of country bunk in town. Like, they're not just going to be like, oh, okay, or, you know, like, negotiate else to go. or anything. Exactly. Like, yeah. it's, like, one of the only fast food places in the town. So it was always so horrible to have to say that. Like, because I'm not good at customer service. Like, this is why I <laughs> do the job that I do. You want it, you don't want it, yeah, I yeah. don't care. Yeah. yeah. There was just lots of really terrible things. Like, I remember once, like, I'm not a little weakling or anything, but they made me, like, redo the whole drinks storeroom. And I'm talking drinks. The drinks were stacked up to the ceiling. Mm. And they made me, like, reorganize it on my own. And it was the middle of summer in North Queensland. Good God. And then when I did it, then my next shift, the... Uh, manager was like, yeah, you didn't do a very good job. I had to get Matt in there to redo it. And I was like, Matt is six foot tall and plays rugby union. Yeah. Of course he could do a better fucking job. He was slinging those, you know, the, the slabs, the yeah. slabs yeah. of like little bottles and the cans and stuff like that. Like, of course he can do a better job. He's twice my height and he like throws those things over the roof. It was just so aggressive mean. and yeah. mean. They used to watch everyone on the camera on the no, CCTV oh. so they would sit at home. Weird. And if they saw the front girls coming out the back too many times, because there were, like, a couple of girls that had crushes on the boys that worked out the back, so they'd be, like, back forward, back forward when there weren't any customers, they would call whoever was, like, the lead on duty and be like, tell... Kelly to stay out the front. The only oh, good wow. thing was I used to eat chips out of the hot tray. So. <laughs> hot yeah. chips are a good thing. But I couldn't eat roast chicken, and I still am very funny about Red Rooster. Fair enough, I like, think. I just don't enjoy it. Well, no. also now hearing this, who's to know which one has their own back slaughter room? <laughs> no, like, they weren't, like, killing them, but they're coming, like, because... And I know this from, like, working at Woolies as well. They come in this big box. It's like a... You know, like, your bread trays? Yeah. It's... When you order chickens in bulk, that's how they come, but in a cardboard box. And it's the sort of wax. Same. And yeah, and it's yeah. wax and it's got like um, plastic all around it and they're in like this big plastic bag. So there's all the juices in the bottom and everything. Ugh. And so Yummy. the boy, like, sorry, like, poor, yeah, no, no, it's okay. Poor Mads is like a little <laughs> veggie. Just <laughs> like, that doesn't really upset me that much, but you, the boys would then grab them out and. But guts are got guts. Them, got them, yeah. yeah. And I, like, I, honestly, I'm not really sensitive. I, you know, I touch meat. I'm like, I don't care. I've worked in, like, delis and things like that. But first job, I used to be like, Ooh. Yeah, no. So, yeah, that was my first job. It sounds great. Why did you leave? When I left, I got another job at a cafe. Mm. And I quit. They said something really weird to me on my last day, kind of like... I was going to say, how did that go down with the psychopaths? Yeah, they were... And I can't remember exactly how it went down, but they kind of implied that I wouldn't get my pay straight away. Mm. And my mum got really mad because I was still, like, 15. My mum called them and they started, like, abusing each other. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then they um, accused me of stealing. And, I mean, I did eat the chips, but, like, I didn't steal anything. Fine, take $2 out of my final pay. <laughs> yeah, because I've eaten, like, equivalent of a small chips the whole time I worked there. So it was really strange. I literally never went back to that Red Rooster. No. I lived there for another three years or so. Did they come to open a McDonald's eventually? So they eventually opened a McDonald's. And the day that McDonald's opened, unrelated, I never worked at the McDonald's. I had my license by then and went through the drive-thru five times. Mac is wrong! <laughs> five times. Five times. That's Two awesome. of those were for myself. Most of them were my friends because a lot of my friends didn't have my li- have their license yet. And they were just like, no good! <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so not a lot's changed really to this day. No, I yeah. like, I'm always doing nugget runs. Yeah. Yeah. Nug life. Nug life. Ah, good shit. Good. All right. Well... Yes. I don't think I've heard about your first job, actually. Well, my first job was like many people's first jobs, and that was babysitting. Okay, yeah. So I babysat everybody and everything. Still, a dollar. Everything. A dollar an hour. (laughs) A dollar an hour? A dollar an hour. This was trailer park money. (laughs) (laughs) It's a dollar an hour. So, yeah, I did a lot of babysitting. Yeah. I got my first job, my first real job out of the house when I was 13 in Miller's. What's Miller's? What's Miller's was the local restaurant slash bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I worked as a waitress there for a while, and then when the sub cook left, sub cook, the sub cook. I won't call him a sous chef because that would be o- over egging the pudding somewhat. Okay, right. Um, no, so. no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> did you have to egg pudding? <laughs> but actually, at that time, Miller's was really great. We did Chateaubriands. We did a steak Diane at the table. We did our own homemade. Um, Steak tartare. That's a bit bougie. We did our own Caesar salad dressing. There was it was it was quite a good menu. Nice. And um, the cook there, Scott. God bless you, Scott. Was a was a proper proper chef. Uh, He's also a consummate drug fiend. Mm -hmm. And so I. As chefs usually are. They are. You know. I don't think that's strange. (laughs) So I go there after school. Um and um, start start my shift at whatever it was, quarter to four or four o'clock, and Scott would walk in at whatever time with his apron in his hand and go down to the pizza area and chop mushrooms silently for 45 minutes, and I could never figure out... He's trying well, to get in the zone. Why doesn't he talk? Like, for the first... And then something would change, and then he'd start talking and be like, oh, oh, and then it's not until much later in my life went, he was high. He was coming to work high, oh. you know? And, <laughs> Epiphany. <laughs> Epiphany. We had so many sliced mushrooms. Um, Did you say how old you were when you were working there? Sorry. So I started there when I was 13. Oh, okay, yeah. So the last year of high school, I was, by then Scott had gone, and I was running the kitchen at night at 16. I was catering weddings at 16. Not great weddings, but weddings nonetheless. <laughs> but we used to home make all of our chicken Kievs and mm. all of that kind of stuff. So it was not just a regular fry place, I suppose. Yeah. And I had my 18th birthday at this place, mm-hmm. of course. And of course, yeah. my friends tried to hide me in the freezer. My mom, <laughs> my mom and her friends came into the bar um, after curling. And um, <laughs> sorry, can we just just one sec? <laughs> sorry, <laughs> just one sec. Um, 
curling, would you maybe just have a brief explanation for what that is in case someone listening to this doesn't know what it is? Sure. I mean, I, I love it. I so it's, it's the great. greatest sport in the world, really, Agreed. curling. Yeah. Um, and it was something we grew up with. Um, so I was a Manitoba junior champion in my day. Oh, my God. How have you never told us this? What? I'm just saying. And um, so, yeah, so uh, oh in, in Stonewall, the men's... The men's uh, curled Tuesdays and Thursday nights. The women's women curled Wednesday and Mondays, and uh-huh. the juniors curled Friday. Uh-huh. And there are bond spills on the weekend. So uh, I don't I don't know what uh, I can't remember what day, but we went out on my birthday, so it must have been a Monday or a Wednesday. Uh, I'd gone out with my religious friends first and had a couple of cocktails in the city, and then came back out. Uh, and then I was with my my cooking and Miller's friends who were not religious. So my mom came into the pub or to the restaurant. Don't know why. But she did, and I guess the bartender at the time said, I think your mom's going to try to take you home. Come with me. And so the, we went into the kitchen, and they, they hid me in the walk-in freezer, mm-hmm. hoping that they could hide me long enough for my mom to go away. Um, so I'm sitting there, I'm shivering, and all of a sudden the door opens, and there's my mother. So <laughs> she came looking for me, took me home. Oh. I didn't go to school for three days. What? I was so hungover. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> A three-day hangover at 18. Yeah, yeah. Wow, was, that's a lot. Yeah. That is so much. Well, I didn't drink very much, so I wasn't a... I didn't drink at all, actually. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. The last thing I remember were the shots of Uzo. Yeah. So oh, that'll do it. I think that's um, pretty much everyone's first experience with yeah. Uzo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I worked there for a long time, time, like yeah. four or five years, I guess, after school, and fond, fond memories of, of that place, so... Don't think that we're not going to come back to more on curling. Cur- yeah. <laughs> hurry, hurry yeah. hard. I am going to. I'm going to rush that subject. <laughs> I'm so excited to unpack that. <laughs> uh, all right, so my turn now. So yeah. my first job in a cafe slash art gallery. Oh my god. So there was this art. <laughs> of course it was. Where? You can't see me doing this, but I'm doing air quotes for art gallery. Where was this? In- this was in Dubbo. Okay. But. Is there an art gallery in Dubbo? No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the term should be used very loosely. Because <laughs> um, that would imply <laughs> that there would be things there worth viewing. Okay. <laughs> Which, yeah, there was not. Um, so I, whatever the legal youngest age is that you can work, I think it's 14 and nine months or something like that. Yeah. I started working there basically at that exact time because I really wanted a job. I wanted money, you know, to buy myself some clothes and things from Supre because it had just yeah. opened up in Dubbo. Yeah. It's a good life choice. Um, <laughs> and the way that I heard about this art gallery, because it was in the industrial area of Dubbo, so, like, right next to a warehouse for building tractors and, I don't know, a box factory was this <laughs> I don't I don't know what yeah. what's in the industrial area there's like lots of skip bins everywhere and big sheds it was this cafe slash art gallery and the lady that ran it or sorry was the chef there chef again a term I'll yeah, use yeah, very yeah. very loosely her son her eldest son was a drummer in a band which I was in (laughs) and that was the whole experience within itself yeah I started working there as a waitress but because it was so small I was the waitress slash dish hand slash 
um, I guess, kind of salad chef when she needed help in a busy time, you know, when I 10 people would come jobs. in instead of two people on a weekend. <laughs> and for the most part, it was fine. I, I didn't hate the job. It was pretty easy money, really. It When it was busy, it was a bit stressful. Being my first job, I had no experience on how to deal with stress. And the best part of it was that I would get a free lunch of anything on the menu. Oh, so that's the best thing ever. Toasted chicken Caesar wrap, that was the shit. And oh the dressing was so good. Out. Yeah. So the job that I left Red Rooster for the was cafe? the same sort of thing. Yeah. Same sort of situation. I would, like, do dishes, make sandwiches, stuff like that. Same same thing. But I would do a toasted sandwich with chicken strips mm. and put Caesar dressing on Fuck it. Fuck, yeah. That's that the shit. That was my lunch every day. I would toast it, I'd make it myself and sit down and eat it and then go look in the surf shop because we didn't pray. <laughs> our town was very small. But yeah, yep. continue, sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> all right. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was the highlight of the job. How did I come to leave this job? Uh, it kind of ties into the band situation behind the scenes. So I quit it's the band. I, I quit the band because I felt that the band was holding me back from <laughs> my full potential as a performer. I wanted to break out there, you know, I wanted to go Gwen Stefani leaving no doubt type stuff. And <laughs> I I was also sick of singing Enter Sandman. I fucking hate that song. What I that? Enter Sandman? From Metallica? Are you kidding? Uh, no, I don't like Metallica. Do, no, no, no. You would know the song. Okay. For sure. Probably. Anyway, I fucking hate that song. I haven't lived now that I know that you've sung Enter Sandman. <laughs> like, we need to hear it. At my next wedding. At <laughs> <laughs> my next wedding. <laughs> 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 I'm going to song we dance to. <laughs> my best it's gonna be so good. I'm just pumped that there's gonna be another way. <laughs> I'm just pumped that I get to sing a song. <laughs> I better start looking out for potential husbands. <laughs> yeah, so I hate Enter Sandman. I also hate Black Velvet. Oh, yeah. um, Who doesn't hate that song? Well, yeah, that's fair enough. It Although it's on the radio in Canada all the time. Even when we were back there cruising around on Bob FM, you know. What? <laughs> what? Bob FM. Is it an actual... Yeah, yeah. It's I, great. Okay. And it's great, except they want to play Black Velvet all the time. It's not her best song. Quit, quit, quit playing it. She's got much better songs. And it's annoying. That is annoying. <laughs> So, Black Velvet, Enter Sandman, and there was another one um, that I hate. Oh, yeah, Kryptonite. Uh, you still call me Superman. That's all I know of the song. Just, just all songs. The whole band, except for myself, were boys, obviously. Yeah. And it's they... Like they play, like, dude rock. Like... Not just dude rock, like, young boys that have just started playing instruments, that kind of music. It's like... Yeah, I get it. Not good. So, needless to say, I quit... Yeah. (laughs) Needless to say, I quit the band. Uh, We had a a good stint. I was in the band for a while, actually. We played a few Musos nights at the Pastoral, and we also entered in Battle of the Bands. There was four bands in our heat, and we came last. So literally every band other than us won a spot. It's like the air band we did back in uh, 1985. We did air, uh, Death Leopard and the Scorpions and came last and second last. Are you telling me that you were in an air band? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> we're, what? Gonna, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna pin that we're gonna pin that too. Or? There is there is a pin going in that for sure. <laughs> no, I want to know now. <laughs> I want to know now too, but I think we should record Evely's, um weird and wonderful life experience <laughs> journeys. That's why I'm so pumped. So I knew you'd throw some curveballs at us, and then you throw like, a curling. I did this once, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and I literally just watched the Air Band episode of Scrubs the other night with Jade. It was the original karaoke for rural Manitoba. I can't handle you right now. (laughs) I'm still a little unsure. Air band, as in air guitar. But a full band. So you've got an air drummer. Someone doing the drumming. A lip syncer, essentially, as the singer. That's a thing. It was. (laughs) There's like competitions and stuff. We had a a group of guys in Stonewall Collegiate who did, I think it was Judas Priest, and they were (laughs) awesome. They were awesome. They they went everywhere doing it. It was great. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brent Anderson, Peter Jensen, I can't remember the other guys. Shout out to you guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was huge, huge oh at the time. Oh my god. Just pick your jaw up <laughs> and shook <laughs> it. I'll let I'll let you just unravel that <laughs> one. Shook us yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Get unshook oh. while I finish. Ends. So. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sorry. So that's okay. Cool. Um, so <laughs> I quit the band, and then because the drummer's mum was my boss at this gallery, oh, all of a sudden tense. I wasn't getting any shifts anymore. Oh God. So I didn't quit. I. Um, I was, my services were no longer needed. Right. Yeah. Performance managed out. I was, yeah. I did kind of win in that situation, though, because the last shift that I had, obviously I didn't know that I wasn't going to get any more shifts, but I took a piece of, um, what was it? It was like caramel pie home, and I was meant to pay her back for it next time I saw her, but I didn't, so I actually came out winning five bucks so <laughs> i'm a winner shout out to you uh your gallery sucks and also your son is the worst drummer in the history of music so all right so that concludes the stories of our first jobs and if like myself and demi you want to hear more about evely's air band and curling career <laughs> Um, tune in for whatever mini episode we're going to do specifically on those two things because um, we're going to just break out of the whole first time thing and just allow this story to be told because some stories need to be told. We have to give the Christmas special, yeah, because it's fucking so. Well, there's lots of ice. We have to give the people what they want, and And I don't really give a shit about the people. This is what I want. This is what I need in my life right now. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the First Time Podcast. In between our releases, you can follow us on Instagram. And if you have any suggestions, we would love to hear them. Email us through at thefirsttimepodcast at gmail.com. And stay tuned for our full episode with the lovely Evely coming to your ear holes in two weeks.